I'm Karen Williams from East Northamptonshire Council and I'm the project manager for Destination and Valley. And I'm Ben Mainwaring from So Very Creative in Northampton and we are back in your podcast feeds with the latest in our special series of the Nem Valley Festival podcast. That's right. This time out is the second part of our look at some of the local options available to businesses for support and assistance right now, as well as navigating the choppy waters of 2020. We're really glad to have you along with us today and we've got a lot to get through. So without further ado, we're going to crack on with the show. Well, Karen, we are back with the second half of our look at business support options open to local Northampton and Nen Valley businesses. And for our second part today, we sat down with Ruth Rowan from Building Business. That's right. So I think we've both worked alongside Ruth at different times of the, in the past. Yeah, that's right. Personally, I spent some time together working with Ruth at Northamptonshire Enterprise Partnership a few years back. Uh, and these days, she's doing a range of work with businesses up and down the valley via the Enterprise and East Northampton team, who I believe call on Ruth on her team to work on a number of business support projects locally. And what kind of things did you cover during that interview? Uh, really interesting, actually. Um, obviously, Ruth's plugged into lots of different businesses in lots of different sectors across the region, actually, from uh, kind of quite large growing SMEs uh, right down to even kind of pre-starts and, and quite small businesses. So really interesting, actually, to find about, you know, a little bit more about some of the uh, issues that businesses are coming across really universally. It seems to be that actually a lot of the themes that, you know, perhaps small one-band businesses might yeah. be struggling or scratching their heads with are the same ones actually that much bigger businesses are dealing with at the yes. same time actually so it was really useful actually and personally as a small business owner myself a little bit reassuring to realise you know not the only person going through uh, going through some of these issues so uh, yeah no it was really useful actually and I imagine Ruth will be familiar to some of our Nem Valley businesses out there as well right now. Yes, so obviously uh, Ruth works quite closely with James Tennant, um, who um, is our business account manager. So um, is, he's always out and about talking with businesses and understanding the issues and giving business support. So, and again, uh, in a previous life, um, you know, worked with um, the previous Northamptonshire LEP, okay. which Ruth was a party to. Sure. And she was also quite inter- uh, instrumental in giving business support and advice. So I think Ruth is very well versed on the geography of the areas, the fact that we all want to work together, whether we're in the Nen Valley, East Northamptonshire or Northamptonshire. Sure. You know, we've all got a vested interest in making sure that our, we have a, a vibrant um, economy. Absolutely. Well, look, before we get to that interview, just a couple of very quick pieces of housekeeping from our side. Firstly, don't forget that in addition to this podcast series, you can find all of our other business support materials, links, resources and assets rounded up over on the website at nenvalley.net forward slash business. And secondly, don't forget that we're also sharing lots of great content over on our social media channels as well. So you can find connect with us at underscore nenvalley on Twitter, at nenvalley on Instagram and search River Nen on Facebook. Um, sorry Ben, do you hear music? I do. Don't worry though Karen, that's meant to be there. If the music's playing, it means we're in a quick advert break. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, this year we thought we'd do something a little different though. This year, instead of offering adverts out to people, we thought we'd use these little opportunities to highlight some amazing local charities and projects doing great work across North Ends and the Nem Valley region right now. And who are we highlighting this week? Uh, this week we're giving a big shout out to the team at Northampton Hope Centre who have been doing some phenomenal work throughout the area for years, uh, but this year in particular have been working overtime. They always 
seem to be uh, really busy and active on social media. Yeah, that's right. They do loads of different campaigns and projects to raise funds and awareness for the work that they do, supporting some of the most vulnerable people in our area and battling to keep some of those families fed and supported through even the toughest of times. So where can people find out more or maybe help? That's a great question, Karen, and I'm glad you asked. Uh, you can find them online and donate to all their various fundraisers at northamptonhopecentre.org.uk uh, and you can find them all over social media on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram for starters as well. Just search for Northampton Hope Centre. I wonder if a, a good logical place to start um, perhaps is to, Ruth, for, Ruth, for you to um, give us a little bit of info about yourself and, and your background, perhaps, uh, if that's all right. Yeah, so I will. So um, obviously, Ruth Rowan, owner of Building Business Consultancy. Um, so you started that in 2005. Okay. And um, I've always worked in sort of community, uh, enterprise, business support, um, brought up with um, my dad running his own company. Okay. Um, so it always always been involved in that. And um, I just sort of fell into it, really, um, and decided to set my own business up part-time whilst working full-time. Okay. And then in 2010, um, had a baby, you know, the usual story, get made redundant and think it's now or never. Sure. Go full-time. And um, I haven't looked back. So really specialising in entrepreneurship and business growth. That's okay. where we are, the, the experts really, um, worked across Northamptonshire, the South East Midlands, Leicestershire, you know, pretty much all over, okay. um, delivering, you know, specialist startup and, and growth support. So okay. that's really, and it's just evolved. I, I really, um, when I look back at the achievements that we've done, it's, it's quite nice to look back and it's been quite a long journey. Um, We've had ups and downs, but we've sort of always, you know, um, really at the heart, enterprise is at the heart of everything we do. Sure. I suppose if if nothing else in a perverse way, that kind of uh, adversity and up and down that you talk about, if you're going through it uh, with your own business, I suppose it lends a certain, um, a a different angle and that when you're out advising other businesses, you know, it's not just a a hypothetical you're advising Mm -hmm. on, you can talk from a place of kind of practical practical experience, I suppose, as well. So, Absolutely. And do you know what? I think that's so powerful, Ben, because I do think that when you, we, we're actually in that, and we're actually experiencing it at the same time as those businesses. And, and I think now at this moment in time, that's more important than ever yeah. because we're not, we're not a, an organization that's, that's sitting there on, on payroll saying, you know, Oh, why don't you try this idea or try that idea? We're actually in the thick of it, experiencing the same ups and downs and challenges that the businesses that we work with are. So I think Absolutely. you're right. Absolutely. It's so powerful. Absolutely. And tell me, um, what kind of clients are you kind of working with day to day? And and what kind of work are you actually doing with them? You you mentioned, obviously, you do kind of consultancy and stuff. But actually, what does that kind of look like, perhaps, for for businesses that aren't really sure, you know, what engaging with a consultant and bringing in that kind of service would look like? Yeah, so we we do sort of a range of things. So we have almost two elements of of building business. We've got the element where we're um, contracted. So we work for a local authority, um, predominantly um, a university um, or some sort of um, charity to deliver business support. Okay. Um, so East North Ants is a great example on the Enterprising East North Ants programme. We're contracted by the council there 
So therefore, then the businesses get to access our services for free. Okay. Um, so that's that's that side of things, and then obviously from the the other side of uh, what we do is we see clients on a private um, basis. So they would then pay us directly for our services. I, I think the key um, service and what we offer is it's completely bespoke. Okay. So we would take you. So dependent, if you were a starter, we would take you from the ideas point right through to actually supporting you in those early months and years of, of delivering the services yeah. and we, we cover everything the, the thing that we say is we are the experts in in developing business whether that's startup or existing what we're not the expert in is your sector sure. so what we can do and, and very often the business owner is the opposite so they will be the expert in their sector so mm-hmm. they might be amazing in um, tech or um, it might be a hairdresser who's super talented. Um, or it might be a restaurant that's absolutely amazing, but they haven't got the business knowledge. So yeah. therefore, then we come in and we have the business knowledge. Um, it's really about strategy development for us. So we would sit down with a client and have a full day um, planning session with them, really looking at where they are now, where they want to go. Um, and, you know, that's that's really important right now, what, what we're doing now. And I, and I think it's really quite exciting. It's really about resilience, sustainability and, and new growth. And what I mean by that is that historically, we would have sat down with a company and very often, and, and you know this, um, Ben, a lot of people will come to you for support, either when they're in trouble sure. or when they want to grow. Yes. They don't come to you when everything's going okay. It's yes. sort of in the middle. Um, so very often we would work with a company and say, right, where do you want to be in five years? You know, now it's saying, how can we streamline what you're offering? And it might be streamlining staff. It might be streamlining products and services. Um, But for me, that's not, that's about new growth because it's actually the business re-blossoming into a different direction or a different focus. And it's not necessarily a negative. Um, sure. And I think that's the the real key for us. It's around making sure that we support the business to be able to achieve what it, it wants to achieve. Okay. It, it sounds the way you're describing it, especially, you know, when you mentioned that, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, businesses haven't got the, some of the, the general common sense business stuff, but are very sector focused, perhaps. Um, do you find it almost a, a very much a collaborative process when you go in and start working with these people? I know when I started working in, in different new sectors myself, you know, things like specialist cleaning wasn't an area I'd worked in ever before. It's quite a steep learning curve. Um, do you find you're able to, to kind of take one, uh, perhaps strategies and tactics that you've applied in one particular sector and apply them elsewhere? Or do you find that actually it's proving to be you know, very niche within the different areas you're working in? It's quite exciting, actually. I think that the, the, the theory behind it, so the actual sort of the headings and the strategy is the same. So yeah. I can take those tools and, and they actually are relevant to, to any business, any sector. It's the way we implement it. Sure. Um, but it, it's really exciting because when you're working with a client, they've got the specialist knowledge and you, I want to find out about that. I, you know, I want to be a sponge as much as they want to be a sponge from us. So it's, it's, um, it's really interesting. I I think sometimes you have to really adapt and and change. And I think the real key is if it's a service based business or a product based business, I think then, um, yeah, it's, it's different because you have to do different things and, um, apply different, 
processes to that because one's tangible and one's not. So sure. it's, you know, it's very different at, at that point. But again, I, I think from my point of view is it's it's not one size fits all. And I think that that's where we, you know, I pride myself on the fact that we are not, it, it's not a, a rule book that comes out and if you don't fit in it, we don't work with you. It's literally what do you want and how can we try and work with you to, to achieve that? And and that might look very different for one business to another business. Which is okay. Cool. And tell me, obviously, with, uh, with with things being the way they have been since what was it, early March when we went into lockdown and things started to, uh, to take a bit, a bit of a turn um, earlier this year, um what what kind of issues have you found businesses predominantly coming to you with over that period and and how would you say they've changed perhaps as they as as the lockdown has shifted there was obviously quite a lot of uncertainty early doors and then it, it kind of plateaued for a while and certainly now we're seeing you know as as places are reopening and, and guidelines are being introduced and stuff, that there is a bit of a uh, a disparity, perhaps, in in, uh, in how people are interpreting and, and experiencing those issues right now. How have you found that, really kind of locally? What's the the biggest kind of cause of concerns and issues that people have been coming to you with? It's always been a bit of a journey, hasn't it? So at the very beginning, it was about survival. Okay. So um, for us, it was about knowledge. So we worked really hard in researching and just keeping up to date with everything that was going on because it was so fast changing you know we were getting the the um the daily briefings every single day and it was changing all the time and it was and you know rules were changing sorry ben it seems with my computer um yeah so the rules were changing all the time so it was literally um writing summaries of what the government was saying how that potentially impacts a business and then feeding that back to our clients so so for us, it was very much about, right, do you know what? Forget the fact that we might cost this amount of money on a monthly basis. We are here as a resource for you over the next sort of six to six to 12 weeks. Just use us. And it, and it was very much around about just sharing as much knowledge and information um, as we possibly can. So from at the very beginning, it was about survival because everyone was frightened. So yeah. it was almost like, how are we going to manage everything? And and we were almost a bit of a counselling session, if I'm honest. Yeah. Well, was, I suppose there was, was no like, context for anything, was there? There wasn't really no. a frame of reference that anyone can go, oh, it's like X, yeah, and we could do yeah. it. It's something completely unprecedented. Yeah. And we had to sort of almost... Um, we almost had to hear for 45 minutes about the, the dramas that they'd got going on in the background as yeah. well as, as what was going on in the business. So, so that was key. Um, and uh, the important thing for us was just to make sure that businesses accessed as much as they possibly could yeah. and, and what they were eligible for. So we supported businesses to look at furloughing their staff where they could. Um, we all, a lot of it was actually advising people on their personal finances Okay, and making sure that they um, put all of those um, protocols in place, so putting their mortgages on hold, payments on hold, so that there was a minimal outgoings going out. So then we could then just reevaluate yeah. what was going on. Um, some people had to sh- shut straight away, um, so that was really really difficult. You know, some of the hairdressers and things that we work with. It, you know, actually, Ben, it was quite heartbreaking. There was quite yes. a few tears from our end as, as well as theirs because. Yes people were shutting the doors on 
you know, 40, 50 year old businesses, not quite knowing when they were going to open again. So that, sure. that was quite hard. Um, but w- once that settled, I think it took about, I think it took about six to eight weeks. And then it was like, right, this is, this is potentially our new normal here. Yeah. And do you know what? We have still got customers and people still do want to access our services. So it was really supporting businesses to look at their processes and procedures. Um, and we had to do that as an organization as well. You know, yeah. it was like, right, everyone working from home. You know, we were quite lucky that all of our systems are online. Okay. Um, so you were kind of geared know. up for it already. Yeah. yeah we, it, and I was quite surprised at how much we were geared up, but there was a lot of people that weren't. So yeah. it was yeah. about saying, you know, some, even some of our funders, none of them had mobile telephones. For real. So their staff members were working from home with no, no ability to actually contact them by telephone. You had to email. So, and they were large companies then. So, wow. I think the thing for me is that, you know, I've been so inspired by so many things that have happened. And I think that because we work with micro and small businesses, do you know what? There's been a real advantage that when you're small, your overheads are low, you can adapt really, really quickly. There's a much smaller turning circle, isn't there? Yeah. And, you know, we have really seen, we've seen those businesses thrive and, and really turn it around because quite quickly, you know, some of the people that were doing um, like bar events were then doing um, cocktails in a box. Sure. We had um, people that were doing dinners at home, suddenly doing takeaway foods. Um, we'd got people like one of our clients, gourmet dinner lady. She was flying with her her snack boxes. Okay. Um, so it was quite interesting some of the sectors that you would think would literally they'd shut their door were actually doing really really well Um, first of all they were struggling with regards to um online orders so what we saw quite quickly is people were using facebook and social media for people to book which is great and then what we've seen over the last few months is they've then put the websites in place to be able to then order online. So yeah. they've just smartened up their processes, which I yeah. think has been been really good. And just getting people to use online systems like, you know, how, how many Zoom or WebEx or Teams or Google Meets do you do on a weekly basis, Ben? It's mental. I lose track on what platform I'm on. Oh, be tons. But I tell you what, actually, from a, from a marketing point of view, I've actually found it really exciting, actually, over the last yeah. few months. Because for, for, for us... Um, certainly with some of my clients, uh, one of the biggest challenges that we've got is adapting all of the amazing technology that's available in the world to perhaps a user base that maybe isn't aware of all of this amazing functionality and doesn't want to engage with it in that way. Yeah. And I think if, if nothing else, uh, this whole period has forced vast swathes of the population, especially within a business sense, to kind of drastically upskill really quickly. And as yeah. a result, I think there's going to be a lot more of, of that kind of innovative use of technology because I think users are going to be a lot less afraid of engaging with the format, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I think the trusting home working as well. You know, yeah. I'd work. I've gone into so many businesses like, oh no, I'd never let my staff work from home. I, I need to keep an eye on what they're doing. And actually, what we've realised is that if people aren't travelling, um, they're so much more efficient in, yeah. in what they're doing. I, I think the the thing that needs to come next is just the well being support, so that um, if we do continue to work this way 
there has to be some sort of personal interaction and well-being support for for people because you know there has it has been really tough for some people where they've sat in an office from six till six at home and 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 that's all they've seen um so I think that there's there's that but I think for me um it was just really supporting them sharing information just just doing regular calls um we've been sharing like the local authority um have been sending some amazing information out um to support businesses we did some webinars for the university so straight away we were like right this is what we can do webinars on okay um and we we did those for them so it's just really trying to come together as support organizations across the county to say you know this is what's available um and and you know things like bounce back loans and and things like that going through the process ourselves has really helped to support other businesses and and and, you know just getting those linkedin messages from people to say do you know what that took me five minutes thank you so much i can sleep tonight it's (laughs) you know it it may you know that that to me is is great that just for you know a 20 minute webinar you've you've just helped one or two people i think that that's really key no, absolutely. I tell you what, we did um, a series of webinars ourselves, actually, with the East North Ants um, guys at the early part of lockdown, trying to uh, get businesses up to speed with digital marketing and, and yeah. you know, getting started in a few areas. Um, we had some really amazing sessions there, actually, with businesses all over from kind of Northampton all the way up to, to kind of Peterborough at various points. And yeah. everyone seemed yeah really kind of engaged. There seems to be a genuine, real appetite for, okay, right, sleeves rolled up now. How are we going to do this differently? Let's get stuck in with it, actually. It's been really exciting watching some of those guys over the last kind of few weeks and months then put that stuff into into plats into into practice themselves and get cracking with things. Yeah, I think it's been a real well, but if you look at um the last downturn and, and see some of the businesses that came out of that, you've got people like WhatsApp, Uber, yeah. Airbnb, you know, some of the major tech companies that that come out of, of things and and even just some of the more local ones and the smaller ones, you know, a lot of people are pushed into into self-employment and actually they, they don't look back you know yeah. so I think for some people this will this will change their lives for the better um in the long term so I no, think absolutely it's, yeah, it's really exciting well tell me Ruth you mentioned that you um, there's obviously a range of kind of sources and and bits of information that people can access locally what are the key kind of signposts that you always push people towards locally where are the key kind of organizations and projects that you know always kind of keen to make sure businesses are aware of and engaging with so I always say to people that they should register with SEMLEP, which is South East Midlands Local Enterprise Partnership, um, okay. just to be on their, their news um, letter because that has all the information. And if you look at um, the government at the moment, they're distributing all their business grants through the le- Local Enterprise Partnerships now okay. across the country. So I always suggest that people do that. Um, there's the British Bank as well that's played a major role in um, what's going on across the country. So I get people to um, just register with that. Um, we've been working really hard, actually, with just some other partners. So like the Federation of Small Business, um, the university, local authorities, just to just to push as much as possible out there. Um, we, you know, we've been putting all our training online as well. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, so especially for our funded programs. So anybody that falls under those areas, they get to access all of that online training completely for free. So, so I actually think now more than ever, the offers a lot bigger, um, that people can access. I think there's, there's a wealth of information out there that, um, 
that people can can I, I think for me what what's been great is that your local yoga teacher or your local dance teacher has been doing it on zoom in their living room oh yeah and you've still been able to do the same you know people have been so adaptable and I think what I would encourage businesses to do now is it's it's about going forwards now it's not about oh thank goodness that's over let's go back to what we had before yeah. it's about let's move forward you know there's a real opportunity don't just shut your home classes down let's look at getting a balance between the two yeah. because this is you know and, and for the economy this is just one of many things you know we've got brexit looming in the background that people <laughs> yeah. have completely forgotten but it's not going to go away and no. and you know this isn't going to be the last time that we're hit by something like this so i think for me, it's about encouraging businesses now to say, how how can we, you know, you can't be completely proof of, of external things that happen, but we can work really hard with businesses to say, right, if this, if B happens, okay, we've still got that. Yeah. You know, if we go back, we've, we've still got that. So, you know, I had, I had a new client and um, we were talking about this amazing new center um, but actually, um, and there was a lot of investment going into that. And I said, do you know what? That This is amazing. This is great. But we need as much investment into our online and digital side of this business. Sure. You know, for me, and I'm sure you're the same, Ben, when I work with, with a client, I almost feel like I'm part of their team. So their business becomes my business. I think that's the, the only attitude so, you can take, actually. Yeah. I think unless you're, you, you feel like kind of part of a team and you, you kind of function like it, then, yeah, yeah, you're never really kind of giving your best. It's certainly the mindset I try and get into with people. I'm, I'm sure you're the same. Yeah, so it's sort of like these are all my my little mini babies, really. So it's yeah. sort of you all want to make sure – you want to make sure that they're all they're all doing really, really well. And or, or you know, it's some just – tough decisions need to be made but it's about supporting them and and knowing that everyone's doing the absolutely best that they can really so I think that that's really really key but I think for me we will see lots of um, challenging times ahead I think there's lots of schemes out there that are really exciting that are really helping businesses but when those schemes end we need businesses to be in the position where they they can they can keep going. So that that's why, like I said to you, it is about resilience, sustainability. But but also when we're looking at that new growth, if they need to make redundancies, it's it's not it's not a failure. It's actually about reevaluating where their business direction is going yeah. and saying, right, this this is the this is the the route for us. And um, it's streamlining and it's, it's also reevaluating what resources and skills you need. Sure. Because what we find a lot with any business is they might have been going along for 20 years, doing the same one thing they've always done. And actually, business now, compared to January, might look very different. So sure, what sure. skill set do they need for that? So I think, you know, that's, and you must have seen that, especially like you said, with your um, webinars for digital, um, the skills um might not be there and I always say to business owners you know how long is it going to take you to learn those skills let's look at bringing them in I always say to people don't be worried about admitting your weaknesses I've I've got plenty of them I just make sure that the people that work for me or the people that I collaborate with and work in partnership with 
complement and have those skills that I don't. And, yeah. and I think that's that's the key to, to any business really sort of moving forward. Well, there's a really famous quote, isn't there? I forget now. I say it's a famous quote. It's so famous. I can't remember who it is that <laughs> said it. But basically, the, the whole thrust of it was that this guy was saying, you know, the key to being a successful boss is making sure you hire people smarter than you are that know everything you don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. the only way of giving yourself the best possible chance of survival. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I completely agree with that. I think, you know, that I, I think anybody that can admit where their weaknesses are and say, do you know what, you, you come in and you, you, um, your knowledge is going to help and, and succeed. I think that that's key. I think anybody that doesn't do that, I think that's when, you know, there's a real challenge, isn't there? Yeah. And, and I think now you, you know, it's about change management, a lot of it. Um, with regards to um, whether you're a one-man um, um, business or you employ thousands of people, it's very much around change management and internally and externally. Yeah. So we're, we're seeing a lot of that around people's communication. It's it's even when you look on social media, the tone's very different, isn't it? It's it's. I found it's not as salesy. I don't know what you think about it, but it's very yes. much about informative and yes. and people were saying you know about they're sharing knowledge within their sector rather than necessarily saying come come to us and you can get this or we'll offer 30 percent of that it's you know even even the major clothing brands they're doing guest blogs guest podcasts they're, yeah. they're doing um this outfit with this you know it's it's really quite exciting the way that the whole world's changing really i, I think yeah it, it definitely appeals to the the bleeding liberal inside a bleeding heart liberal that lives inside of me i think uh yeah, yeah i think there's some really exciting things going on and to be honest i feel like there's kind of a bit of a uh kind of an amalgam of everything all at once you know i think um brands are having to really reevaluate exactly what the nature of of their relationship with their with their consumers are and i think consumers are increasingly doing exactly that you know unfortunately we live in a cancel culture world we live in a world where increasingly kind of ethics and and how businesses portray and, and behave in the world i think is increasingly becoming a really big part of of how consumers interact with those brands you know i think they're a big um kind of signal a value signal to people so i think as a result the way that uh, businesses are responding to all of this has really kind of drawn a bit of a line in the sand i think and there are businesses that are there for their customers and there are businesses that are there because they want to sell stuff to their customers and I think that divide will be increasingly clear as things keep moving forward yeah and I think buy local as well that has been really key for me you know such an amazing thing to have come out of all of this yeah yeah, it's been great and to see you know it's see butchers and farm shops you know when the supermarket shops were bare they were the ones that were were delivering it to your front door you know and I think that that's been so powerful for me. And I think that that's, that's been really, really key. And I think that I just hope as we, we, we do get back to some sort of new normal, which, you know, they're, they're saying it's going to be that we don't, that we keep supporting those businesses because I think we need to remember who was there, who was running around the County delivering your sausages and burgers and, and even your wine, you know, they were, it's, it's really, really important to, to remember those. And I think that that's been really exciting for me just to see, to see that. Um, But, but do you know what? It's, it's been lovely to see because the the other thing for me is businesses have had to put their prices up. Mm -hmm. So, 
And there's been a lot of worry about, especially service-based businesses that have been able to reopen, um, that customers are going to be worried or not come back. But actually, the people have been overwhelmed by the fact that people just are so appreciative of those services. Yeah. You know, and and they they are more than happy to pay that little bit extra, knowing that they can access that in a safe way. Yeah. I think that that's really 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 key you know I even just took my children yesterday to have their shoes fitted and I always go over to Thraxton to have my shoes fitted funky little feet I love it there okay. it's brilliant and they um so it's, I think it's an amazing um East North Ants based business um and it was really interesting what they said to me was actually they will now just continue to do bookings yeah because it makes their business so much more efficient you know I'd been there before where you drop in and the doors constantly going and going and going and they've got queues and queues of people and like the lady that owned it was saying she's like when you're in that situation you don't give your best service to your customer because all you're worrying about is more the people that are waiting she said but by booking we're not losing no customers are have stopped coming they know when they come in I can manage my staff levels I know the sort of age range of the children so I know what stock to get ready yeah and she said it works so much more efficiently that's so interesting yeah so it's I, I think you know it's pushed people to be more efficient I think yeah Tell me, are you finding, um, uh, as we're kind of starting to creak back into, I suppose, some approximation of normal life, are you finding it uh, kind of a challenge to get businesses to keep uh, kind of one eye on, you know, making the kind of contingencies and preparations that you mentioned before, when it's, I suppose, very tempting to be super excited that everyone's coming back in and buying stuff and that's great and it's back to business as normal. Are you finding it a bit of a struggle to kind of get businesses to focus on going, well, look, guys, we don't know what's kind of coming down the line. We could be back in a, a slightly situa- different situation again in six months. I think it's important that you've got these contingencies and preparations and stuff in place. Yeah, and I, yeah, no, definitely. I, th- I think what I've been trying to tell people, there's almost like a curve. So sure. we saw a massive dip down when everything sort of shut. We're going to see almost like a spike up again, mm-hmm. whereby, you know, we've had three months of people not spending much money um not being able to go out maybe having a bit more disposable income at the moment yeah um and so they are going to you know and the novelty because actually people haven't been able to do things yeah and then i definitely think we're going to see another dip and that's going to be much slower and longer you know from what i can see you know i'm not i'm not political and you know i'm not an economic expert but what can i what i can see from what the government are doing is they're trying to squish the dip because yeah. what they don't want is they don't want a massive collapse. Yeah. It's just going to be slow and long. So I think all the things that they're doing with furlough extending and paying a thousand pounds in January, if you keep your staff, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, instead of massive redundancies happening in October, we're going to maybe see it dripping a little bit. So what I'm saying to businesses actually is, almost bank what you're earning at the moment okay don't see this as this is the new normal because yeah. you will see a rise and then we'll see a, a dip again and and also really start to think about your trends for your customers so mm-hmm. you know 
if you're looking back at the shoe um, situation, children's shoes, how often do they have them fitted? Twice a year. Yeah. So probably for a long time now, people have been like, oh, I've got a new out. My child's got a new outfit. I'll just go and pop and get them a new pair of shoes to go with it. That might not happen in the future. It no. might go back to being right every six months we have them fitted. Yeah. And that, that's what's going to happen. And and it's the same as in the, the beauty and the hair sector and things like that. You know, it was quite interesting that um, I was talking to a friend the other day that owns a hairdresser and she was saying the amount of people that wanted to go a lot closer to their natural hair colour mm-hmm. um, so they could leave the gap between going into the salon longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, it, it's, it, so therefore it's thinking, right, if that's going to happen, I need to put my prices up to cover that. Yeah. Um, and things it like that. So, changes uh, the whole model of what you're doing, doesn't it? Absolutely. And I think the the thing about it is, and like I said before, it's change management, but it's saying, right, what do we need to do there? So um, it might be, I've put my staff down to four days a week or um, things. So that's been quite interesting. And we've had a couple of companies that have done that. And do you know what? Their staff have been fine. Okay. They've been absolutely, you know, really, really happy with with that. So I think... Obviously, it's going to be very interesting times. And I think for us, it's about supporting businesses. For me at the moment, it's about making sure that they have thought about as many eventualities as possible. Yeah. And thinking about how they can continue to offer their service to their clients um, in, in whichever situation we go. Because they're saying it's inevitable we will have another lockdown. What that will look like, no one knows. No. And, and And I think this is the key key thing that we've almost we've almost stopped worrying really about what's going to happen you know I used to do strategy planning for um one year three year five years Ben and now it's three months six months 12 months (laughs) you know it's that's where we're at and I think that whilst that's exciting we can't think long term about what's going to happen we have to we have to in an in an overview picture but yeah. for survival and sustainability we have to think about three months and even a month because you know we and we've seen it so close to home in Leicester that all those businesses were about to open they bought stock they they brought um food that would have been going out of date and then they were told they couldn't open yeah you know and now they're still not open so it's sort of what happens to that so so I think it's um it's it's really really interesting to see what's happening with businesses and and I think that the thing about it is it is going to be hard and we are going to see some clothes and and some shut um, but hopefully from that we might see some new ones developing yeah. and and new ones growing um, so I, I think that that's that's the key for me it's just about continuing to support businesses where wherever possible really and 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 also it's being flexible in our approach. So at the moment, if somebody needs to meet with us at eight o'clock at night on Zoom, yeah. we're more than happy to do that um, because actually that's when they need us to to support them because they might be busy actually delivering at the moment in, in the day to day. But I don't think that it's so important now to um, to keep on top of your strategy and oh, just yeah. be evaluating all the time what you're doing. Well, I suppose at the minute as well, we talked earlier, didn't we, about kind of the turning circles of businesses. I suppose if you, uh, the, the more you kind of plan six, 12, 18 months in advance, you have to put certain, you know, structures and, and things into place, I suppose, to actually deliver that. Yeah. And I suppose as a result, it makes that turning circle significantly bigger, actually, keeping yeah. things uh, perhaps a little more focused on the, the here and now, I suppose, does enable you to be a lot more 
more kind of nimble and quick to react. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, that is, for me, that's what's been so powerful about this that we've seen, and it's been very sad, but we've seen some of the major um, sort of national and global companies struggle and go. Yeah. Um, but the ones that we've actually seen thrive are the are the micro independent businesses. And the reason is because they, they can take a risk easier. But, you know, they, they can make a change immediately. Um, and they can respond to change very, very quickly. Whereas when you're a bigger organization, there's process and procedure that you have to go through. Yeah. And so I think that, that that's been a real, and, and it's about then supporting those businesses to take advantage of that, you know, and saying, um, this is how we can, we can work with, with you. Um, and I, I think there's a place for everybody. I think it's, it's going to be quite interesting to see what happens with some of the, I was talking with a friend the other day and they were saying that they thought that um, the, the major sort of city parts of London will become residential. Oh, really? Yeah, which was quite interesting. I don't know whether that's going to happen or not. But And, and also, you know, we've seen a real rise in um, like shared office space and things like that. And then how is that managed moving forward with yeah. regards to, um, hygiene and, and and things like that so there's a real different way of of thinking but do you know what I think people have adapted so well so quickly oh yeah you know been some moaning, really, but I think generally people have adapted pretty well yeah I think you know I, I think it, it's been quite it, it's been quite interesting how quickly that people and, and also just simple things like you know, you go to the petrol pump now and there's a little um, plastic thing on the, on the thing with a bag and you pull out, you put your hand in it and then you hold the petrol pump. Yeah. Now, that's a genius idea, but no one had ever thought of that. And then now it's there. And it's, re- you know, if you think about, we were shut down on, what was it, March the 20th or something. And then now we were only realistically in August, how quickly things have got to market. Yeah. I think it's really, really, um, it's, it's interesting. But, all this technology already exists. So I think it's just about using it, isn't it? It's been and, exciting to see it. that, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's really exciting. Nice. Well, Ruth, say there's uh, people out there perhaps listening to this today with a, a bright idea that's come to them during uh, lockdown that they're ex- looking to explore and, and develop into a business or maybe a business that's uh, already uh, out there uh, locally that are maybe looking to engage and get a little bit of support or assistance. How can people go about uh, engaging with you and getting in contact to, uh, to to discuss the support and work that you do with them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So they can visit our website, which is www.buildingbusiness.org.uk. And then I knew you were going to ask me for my... uh... (laughs) So with the power of um, technology, I'm about to tell you the telephone number that they need to call if they would like to get in contact. It's 01604-434-079. We also do have um, different numbers for Leicestershire and East North Answer are all on our website okay as well um but feel free to link in with me um absolutely. i can say you on social media and stuff I'm on as social well. media so i'm on linkedin i'm on twitter i'm on facebook so yeah please do link in and and what's really exciting for me is please do link in with me and just tell me about your journey and tell sure. me how you've gone because i think that's been really really interesting for me just to hear and to share and to see how other people have have um, dealt with what's happening and and maybe some of the ideas and strategies that they're putting in place for the future. Because I think at the moment, what's been really, really good is that people are supporting each other. Yeah. 
I think that's what we're seeing. There's still competition, but I think there's been a real support. There's been a lot of collaborative working. So businesses joining forces to to deliver together. Oh, there's been some um, amazing stuff going on locally, hasn't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been really, really, really um, inspired by what's what's happening locally. So, yeah. And just all the time I, I follow um, lots of different news um, feeds um, of different exciting stories that people have achieved. You know, even just down to alcohol-based businesses making sanita- hand sanitizer. Yeah. You know, it's just... But it's just how quick that that's happened. And, and I think that that's, that's really, really quite exciting. So, yeah. So visit um, our website. It's www.buildingbusiness.org.uk. Or give us a call. Um, somebody from my team um, will um, answer the phone and they'll be more than happy to help. And there's, um, there's a Nikki, Nicola, Karen or myself um, as part of the team. And, and we're here to support businesses. Beautiful. Well, Ruth, mate, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to sit down and have a chat with us this morning. Thank you very much for your time. Anyway, right, I'll let you go. And, awesome, uh, mate. Have an awesome day over there. Thanks again for and your you. time. I'll catch up with you real soon, yeah? Yes, bye. Bye. Cheers, Ruth. Bye. Well, that's our show for this week. A big thank you for taking the time to join us and a big thanks to Ruth Rowan for her time and input today as well. That's right. Be sure to check out the website at buildingbusiness.org.uk to find out more about the range of support and assistance that the team over there can offer to businesses. And in the meantime, you can also find more information and a range of different materials over on our website, nenvalley.net forward slash business. And don't forget, as if all of that wasn't enough, you can also find and connect with us all over social media as well. Look us up at at underscore nenvalley on Twitter, at nenvalley on Instagram and RiverNen on Facebook. I think we know all of these um, handles off my heart. Off my heart now, yeah. Yeah, for now though, take care out there wherever you are listening to us. Stay safe and we look forward to joining you back here next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.